Move, go, walk, and flow. This podcast, Special Needs in Motion, is dedicated to helping individuals learn to move and function at their best. Listen along to learn a little, laugh a little, and be inspired. Please like and share so others can have access and join our community. Well, let's go. I'm your host, Ilana, a physical therapist, product developer, mom, wife, author, blogger, and known to many as the idea therapist. I love a great discussion, connecting and coaching the families with whom I work, and it is a pleasure to be your host. Just a quick note, if you would like to sponsor an episode, please reach out to me, Ilana, I-L-A-N-A, at theideatherapist.com, or check the show notes. And any information shared on this podcast should not be taken as direct advice, and you should consult your local therapist, professional, or doctor before trying anything suggested in this podcast. Hi, this is Ilana, the host of Special Needs in Motion, and today I'm going to step away from interviewing, and I thought I would talk a little bit about telehealth and telemedicine as I have been involved in it for the last couple weeks, and I've learned a bit, and though I am not an expert in this area, I thought it would be nice to share with all of you some things that I've learned and just some thoughts I had in regards to telehealth. So as a physical therapist, I've always gone face-to-face, as most physical therapists have, and other therapists, speech and OT, though there have been some pioneers out there who've been doing telehealth for a while. I was not one of them. And though I so appreciate face-to-face work, doing telehealth has really opened my eyes to a new way of connecting with people. And for some, it's working really well. And I'm going to share some of that with you. And it's also given me an appreciation for the face-to-face that I've had with many of the clients. And I don't think it's an all-or-none answer. I think for some people and some children, face-to-face is what they need most of the time. And for others, They really are at a place where having the parents work with their children with some coaching is is really what they need most of the time. And for some, it can be a mix. But for right now, we're in our home, so I'm doing a lot of telehealth. And so I wanted to share a few tips that I've picked up. And though this will not be an exhaustive list, I thought that it might help some of the parents and therapists out there who are just beginning to get involved in telehealth. So first of all, as far as technology goes, I've used several different platforms, including WebEx and Zoom and uh, Clocktree and FaceTime. And they're all a little bit different, although all similar in certain ways. And it really just depends on your requirements from your state and from the insurance companies as far as what you can use. So you need to check that out thoroughly. But I think it's important that from both ends, from the parents end, as well as the, in other words, the receiver, as well as the therapist who's providing the coaching, that both ends are working well and that they've been checked out. And what I did was check out my systems with someone in my family before setting it up. Now, that doesn't mean that it's 
you know, fail proof, but it did help me to get a feel for the system before I got started. Also choosing my location, I've chosen a room with some carpeting so I can get down on the floor and I use a laptop, though sometimes I do use a phone. And I have the ability to move that laptop onto the floor or up on a surface. So that's nice too. And I've made sure the lighting is really good. I'm in a bright room with some good lighting and actually have a lot of natural lighting as well. And that may not be available for everybody, but lighting does help so everyone can see each other real clearly. I've also tried to remove as many distractions as possible, noises and things of that form before I do it, though with everyone at home, that's not always the case. And some of the tips I've come up with is first preparing myself and asking my clients to prepare themselves a few minutes ahead. So I try to text them, you know, 10 or 15 minutes before I'm going to start to let them know which platform I'm on and to give them a little heads up before the meeting starts. So it helps for parents if you can a few minutes before, you know, get all your technology set up and ready. I also try to work with the parents now to sort of reevaluate what we've been doing face to face and see if it's still appropriate and if it's still working for them. Because obviously we have to be in a confined space now. So maybe some of the goals we had set, you know, are not as appropriate. I've found that for some clients, the telehealth is not exactly a great idea for the kids that are maybe toddling and running around and needing to explore more of their house. It may not be the best method, but for babies or children who can't move as well, as well as older kids who can follow directions, it's really been an excellent medium. I think for parents, it's great to ask for homework for things that you can practice on after the session if you have time. Not to add to your list of homework if you have other kids with a lot of worksheets to do and things like that, but it's nice between sessions if you can practice. Also, ask for what kind of equipment might be good for you to have in your house that maybe your therapist was bringing into the house before. It could be something simple like a therapy ball or a rocker board a mat, a bolster, and if you can't have those things, sometimes there are things around the house that can be used, such as a bathroom stool or even using the couch or coffee table for kids that are standing. That can be really helpful. Um, I try to tell parents not to be afraid. Sometimes they're afraid that I'm watching them, and I'm really not watching you, although I am trying to coach, really watching your child and helping you and your child work together efficiently. And don't expect that to be so efficient right in the beginning. It takes time. So be patient with yourself. Ask for a break during the session if you need it. Check in with your own body and see how you're feeling. Check in with your child to see how they're feeling. Maybe an hour is too long. Maybe you need less time. Maybe you need sessions broken up. So those are some things that I have come up with during these last couple weeks. And it's really just keeping the dialogue open and turning over some of the, I'll use the word control, that I had over to the parents, which I don't think is a bad thing at all. And some things that I've learned during this time is that maybe we were all running around a little too much before. So coming home and settling down and kind of learning about ourselves and our children from a different perspective is actually a good thing. 
Maybe that's the silver lining with all of this. And that some therapies need more parental involvement than others. And if you were less involved before and now you're more involved, I think that can be really a golden nugget, something to really hold on to and appreciate. And teamwork is crucial. So working with your therapist, working with all your therapists and teachers and those people who are coming into your life, but knowing that you as the parent are in the driver's seat, that this is your child and it's your life and it's your home. And we really appreciate your allowing us to have a glimpse into it and helping you out. But at the end of the day, you are your child's advocate. And not to be afraid to fail a little bit, and maybe failure is not the right word, but to make mistakes because the more you have your hands on your children, the more you're going to learn how to adjust them and then really to allow them to feel what it's like to lose their balance and lose a little control. But when your hands feel that, you'll know how to adjust. And finally, I just want to mention that What's really important, at least what's come to my attention is what's really important is family and food and fun. And those things really are irreplaceable. So keep all your therapies in perspective and all your homeschooling and everything you're working on in perspective and keep the most important things in your life in perspective. And once again, thank you so much for allowing me into your day or your evening. And I know all therapists really appreciate it. So wishing you much health and success and cooperation and love as you go forward working with your children and their therapies. Thank you for listening and sharing. I really appreciate your helping me spread tips that might be of help to someone you know. And remember that why is not near as important as what and how. Have a special day.